You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now with his boogie shoes on and ready to talk Baylor athletics, here's Jerry Hill with John Morris. Welcome in, Jerry Hill, our good friend, and we hope yours, Baylor Insider. Jerry, we're a little tardy getting to you. Uh, I'll give you three guesses what we were talking about that made us a little bit tardy. The luncheon. That was part of it. That was part of it, yes. And there was a little baseball game last night that we kind of talked about, too, yes. Talked about baseball a little bit. Were you plugged in, you being a proud Arlington native? Former uh, Dr. Pepper Jr. Ranger. Oh, uh, yes, oh that's uh, awesome. I, uh, my, my wife had gone to bed by the end of the game, so I was able to watch. <laughs> and uh, got pretty excited when the uh, final out was made. So yeah. it, was, it was a fun night, John. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. Have you lived and died with the Rangers through the years? Being a former Dr. Yeah, Pepper Junior Ranger, yeah, I'm definitely not your bandwagon fan. Right. Um, I was, uh, I guess, I was 11 when they uh, moved to Arlington, and literally now, you know, I mean, obviously, I haven't followed them religiously that whole time, um, but you know, certainly have been a fan sure. you know, ever since then. Sure. So, yeah. Well, let's make a road trip. You want to go? You want to go to a World Series game? Uh, sure. All right. You get the tickets and, uh, and we'll go. You buy, he'll fly. Can, uh, maybe, I, maybe I can get Jim Turner up, you know? Yeah. That, we have some connections, don't we? I, 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 Jim Turner, uh, Bob Simpson. Bob Simpson. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's maybe Stephen Rockland can get me a media credential. Oh yeah. Get in line for that one. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was, uh, that was uh, fun to watch. Yeah, and it was fun to see Texas and Houston squaring it off. Uh, you know, for the yeah. trip to the World Series, that was really fun. Because you know, if you think about it, John, since uh, you know Houston moved to the American League, uh, this is really the kind of the first time that they've both been good. Um, during most of that stretch, one or the other was bad. That's a good point. So this was, yeah, this was kind of fun for them both to be that good and both be in the American league championship series. And so, you know, and I'm not, I'm not one of the Astro haters. Um, I, I root for the Rangers. Um, but yeah, I will say I grew to dislike, which I, I almost feel bad about it, but I grew to dislike Altuve. Oh, really? Huh. And I think it's, I think it's literally just because of that, that game five home run. Yeah. Uh, because I, I think he's an amazing player. He is a great just, player. But I just like, gosh, every time he comes up, he hits a home run. He had a home run in the ninth inning. He went down swinging, yeah. you know? Home run in his last at bat. Oh, my so. gosh. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Very yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the luncheon today, the Chamber uh, Tip-Off tip Luncheon. Uh, what would you think about that? It was great. Um, always is, John. It's a lot of fun. Um you know, it was good to hear from all the coaches and Coach Carter and uh, just a fun event. Um, you know, it kind of does get you, kind of whets your appetite, I guess, a little bit for basketball because 
we forget how close it is. Um, I do anyway. Maybe yeah, you don't because you, you, you have basketball <laughs> games coming up. And yeah. but I, I literally like, oh yeah, basketball's fixing to start. So um, I'm just so engrossed, I guess, in football and stuff that it, it does kind of sneak up on me. And I'm glad to have this event. Uh, and that was uh, that was a cool Frank Fallon Award winner too. So yeah, yeah, it was just it was a good good day and good good luncheon. And fun to be at the uh, new Herd Welcome Center. I thought that was a great, uh, great spot for the luncheon today. You know, and I had been to the Herd Center um, mainly to get coffee there, but yeah. um, I had been in the center. I had never been in that ballroom, mm. so that was kind of cool to be there. Um, you know, really nice venue, and and yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was actually perfect for this. Yeah, you know, because. I think everybody kind of had a good seat, and uh, yeah, it was just all right. Uh, back from Cincinnati, and big win for the Bears over the Bearcats on Saturday. That was a good win, and and let me get your thoughts on this. Uh, one of the things we said on the air was that you could see some things in the way Baylor played on Saturday that they had worked on, or tweaked, or right. changed, or you know, gotten better at with the bye week. Did you see some examples of that? No, absolutely. And I thought, uh, yeah, and there were several, John. Mm -hmm. Um, I think maybe you and I have talked about some of them, but just, you know, obviously the offensive line with the reshuffling there, that was, you know, to me, that was improvement uh, by leaps and bounds for me. Um, You know, certainly they still weren't able to run the ball, but I thought they protected uh, for Blake really well, much better than they have in some of the other games. They only had they only had one sack um, through the first three quarters, and even that one I questioned a little bit. I talked to Brent about this. I don't remember what the rule is, but I thought once you're flushed out and you start running like you're like you're now in a running play, uh-huh. and I didn't think that counted as a sack, but maybe the maybe the stats still have changed that. But that was on one of the fourth down plays, uh, and that was the first sack uh, or maybe the second sack. But anyway, um, that was considered a sack. Um, so. Yeah, but no, I thought that was better. I thought the offensive play calling, just there was some imagination there. And just, uh, you know, I, I just I thought they had just a better rhythm on offense. Um, so I, I thought those couple things were way better. Um, and I, you know, I, I, I fault myself for this. But, you know, until, until the press conference, uh, I didn't re- really realize that Carl Williams had moved to star. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I thought he was just in there as kind of a nickelback, but yeah. I guess that was the tech game that he was kind of moved there. And I think it was kind of more for because of their formation and because they throw the ball so much. I think he kind of was in more of a nickelback type deal. But this week he started at the star, and, and you know, I think he makes a difference there. He's just a lot better cover guy than, than some of the other guys you've had there. So, uh, man, I, I just, you know, with him and Caden Jenkins, John, there's a lot of uh, a lot of youth, a lot of uh, future in that group in the secondary. Yeah, and Coach Aranda was really raving about him, wasn't he, at the uh, the way he played at that yeah. star position? Well, and he even talked about some of the mistakes he made, like right off the bat. Yeah. I think it was maybe the first play he was lined up wrong. The second play he was supposed to adjust and didn't. And that was when they had like the 38-yard run. So there were a couple of issues early in the game, but he he then corrected them and and played much better the rest of the way. And and yeah, I think he thinks that's a guy that can be really good in that spot. You know, you think of like a Jalen Petrie type. I you know I don't put him in that category yet, but he is a guy that can cover. He can blitz. You know, he can do all those things. I think he can defend the run pretty well too. So. 
I think he kind of fits in that mode, uh, you know, that they that they had in 21 with Jalen Petrie. Yeah, very much so. Now, uh, hopefully, uh, carry that momentum into a big homecoming game this week against uh, Iowa State team that team that's kind of found their footing and is playing really well. Yeah, John, they got off to kind of like Baylor. They got off to mm-hmm. a rough start, started one and two, um, you know, and had some. Uh, you know, I think they lost Ohio in in maybe the third week. So you know, they were they were not exactly clicking, and and even you know, going into the off season and stuff with the issues that they had. I mean, I think there weren't a lot of eyes on them just because I don't know that anybody expected a whole lot out of them because they did lose a lot of players in that and they lost a lot of players in the off season. So I think they're um, very much a surprise team, you know, based on preseason projections and stuff. Uh, but John, I looked at their schedule the rest of the way uh, and they've got a tough road. Uh, I guess everybody in the Big 12 does. Right. But when you look at their schedule, if if they don't beat Baylor, they're going to scramble. They're going to have to scramble to try to get to six wins and get to a bowl game. Oh wow! I believe they have. Yeah, they have at BYU, at K State versus Texas versus Kansas. Mm, okay. Any of those four are going to be tough to get. So um, yeah, I think they are in a position where they pretty much have to win this game. Um, you know, maybe they don't look at it that way, but that's you know, looking at that schedule. I kind of see that, you know, you'd have to win two of those last four if you don't win this one, and that's going to put them in a tough position. All right, two thirty Saturday, Baylor and Iowa State at McLean Stadium. How about volleyball? Really big weekend yeah. as they uh, sweep past uh, UCF, which was having a, a great season. Yeah, and you really did it in pretty impressive fashion. You know, three one three one, lost the first set. Uh, on the first day and came, you know, swept the next three. Um, I think maybe dropped the second or third set uh, on the second day. But yeah, two, three, one matches. Elise McGee, Riley Simpson both played really well. The block was great, uh, particularly the first night. So uh, they're they're really playing well, John. I believe they've won five in a row. Uh, and of course, you know, they've got a couple of big matches this week. Yeah, playing at number five Texas uh, down there. You've never won down there. So uh, this this is a big week, though. I think, John, if they could win one, because I think probably their ultimate goal is to try to get in that top 16 and maybe host first two rounds. I think if you get one win against Texas down there, I think it could put you you know, close to that, if not in the top 16. So this is a big week for them. If they could pull off one down there, that would be, that would be, big, be a big step for them. They had to play without Kendall Stowers. Uh, do you know her status? Will she be back this week? I don't, John. I was kind of thinking she might be back this past weekend, um, but but wasn't. Obviously, they've they've missed her. Actually, this is two weekends in a row that they've played without her. Uh, so you know they've actually done pretty well without her. But you want her back on the court. She's you know I think she's arguably maybe your best player, or certainly one of your best players. So. Uh, it's been good to see some of those other ones step up, but man, it would be a huge lift, and really in in kind of not even like kills area, but just you know, be she's she's one of those that can rotate and she can pass, she can dig, she can do it all. So I think that's the thing that where you miss her the most is that she's a six rotation player where she can you know she can play back row, front row, 
wherever you need her. So uh, it would be good to have her. I, I kind of think she might be back this week. Uh, did have not heard that, but uh, that would be my guess is that she'll be back this week. Yeah, that'd be nice. All right, how about soccer? Uh, one over Houston to end the regular season, and they are in the Big 12 tournament, the eighth seed. They'll uh, play on it's Saturday, I think, Saturday at 2 yeah. maybe, down in Round Rock. But uh, but what a season going for Coach uh, Leonard. Yeah, and I, I think, John, the stat I saw, maybe in their last seven games, they're 4-1-2. and two. Mm. Um, So they're really kind of hitting stride at the right time, and the only loss in there was – to a ranked TCU team. Um, so they, they've played really well down the stretch. Uh, you know, they had the early losses in, in conference to BYU, Texas, and Texas Tech, uh, but they really have played well since then. And uh, the one, the game against Houston on Monday, uh, you know, Baylor took a couple of leads and, and then, you know, uh, Houston just kept answering. But Ashley Merrill had, uh, I believe it was, well, she had the, second goal and the third goal so she uh she was kind of the difference in that game she's got 11 goals on the season the most by Baylor player since 2012 Dana Larson um so yeah John I think they're playing well going into the tournament and they're playing a Cincinnati team that they tied 2-2 here Cincinnati has had a ton of ties um but it would be good just to get that first win on Saturday and then Monday you would play the number one seed. You would play Texas Tech. They got a first-round bye. So you would play them um, uh, on Monday, and I don't remember the time of that one. But, yeah, the first one is at 1 o'clock um, Saturday down at Round Rock. All right, very good. Anything else we need to cover, Jerry? Uh, Cross-country on Saturday. Yes, Big 12s. Iowa, yep. So there we go, yeah. Um, busy, busy week, busy weekend. Uh, and then we've got the uh, – Hall of Fame coming up next Friday. Ooh, yeah, coming fast. That'll yeah. be good. Yep. So, yep. so Max Muncy will be your feature this week. Max uh, going into the Hall of Fame. He's going to be here, right? Yeah. He's going to be here for the banquet? He is. He's coming down. He's excited. And he said, uh, I remember he said something about, like, every time they come down here, it just it just feels like home, that kind of thing. I mean, he, he always has a really good time down here, and they try to come you know, a couple times every year and we've seen him around, you know, so I think he's really excited about it. You know, he, I asked him if it was on his radar, I shouldn't be giving all this away since you're interviewing him Thursday. <laughs> if it had been on his radar and he said, really not because he was still playing. Right. You know, I think, I think if he had, you know, already retired or whatever, I don't think, I think it may have been more on his radar, but he was very excited. I think he's excited to go in uh, and, and you can talk to him about it Thursday, but I know that Mitch Thompson, played a huge role in getting him here. So I think he's excited about just being back here and, and going through the induction banquet next Friday. Yep, love it. That'll be great. All right, Jerry, thanks yep. very much. Appreciate the visit. Thanks, guys. Appreciate All right. it. Take All right, care. we'll see you. Jerry Hill, Baylor Insider. Always great to visit with Jerry. Weekly uh, finger on the pulse of Baylor Athletics. There isn't anything, Aaron, we could throw at Jerry that he couldn't handle. No. He, ask him a question, you got to get an answer. Even found out he was a uh, Dr. Pepper Junior Ranger growing Which up. Which I find very impressive. I'd like to see a picture of that. I would, too. And that would, little uh, Rangers jersey. I would jersey. chip in a couple of bucks if yeah. someone could make that happen. <laughs> I would have, I'll, I'll ask. <laughs> see if we can find that. Thanks to Jerry Hill. We appreciate him. Let's take a